question that brought you here. Are you satisfied with what life throws at you without ever asking why? Because I'm not. I mean, if you're content talking endlessly about the same recycled subjects over and over, just go to another podcast, because this is a new platform for my friends, clients, and anyone who wants to hang around a virtual campfire and discuss questions you've always had but never dared to ask. My name is Rich Nisbet. Welcome to It's the Question. Try to run, try to hide, bring on to the other side, yeah. This is podcast number three of It's the Question. And this is being recorded Thursday, April 25th, 2019. Last podcast, we asked the question, have you ever experienced telepathy, clairvoyance, or intuition? I'm going to start with my own experience on that one. You hear that instrument being played? That's called a sitar. It's an instrument from the country of India. And around 1973, it's, it's being played and recorded by my middle school best friend, Alan. Come on. Do you know anybody that owns and can play a sitar? I'm giving this backstory because something happened to me yesterday and I gotta talk about it. The painter, Alan wrote it, and the words to the first verse are as follows. A man of color, painting his dreams, not altering feelings so others may see. He works as a part of what he feels. Oceans flowing blue within him, grasping all the warmth of rhythm to create. I love that melody and his voice on that song. I always have. Alan was probably 16 or 17 when he wrote those lyrics. And there's probably only a handful of people that have ever heard that song. But yesterday in my car, I started thinking of that recording. You see, we started a band together when we were about 13 years old. We have such a strong connection because of the music. Doing all those gigs together, writing all those songs together, recording in our garage with our four-track tape recorder, that is something you just don't let go of. I haven't seen Alan in 25 or 30 years. And the reason I'm bringing this up, like I said, yesterday late afternoon, I'm in my car and I start thinking of this song. I actually could hear it just like you can hear it right now. And I start thinking of Alan, and I start talking to him like, yeah, this was one of your best songs. I love this. I actually uh, made a version of it in the 80s for a live 
a performance. And now I can feel Alan's presence in my car. And he was talking back to me like, yeah, that's awesome. I said, hey, do you know that another one of our songs was sampled by Kanye West and put on an album that was nominated for a Grammy in February of this year? And he was like, that's awesome. And we're having this big back and forth and talking about our music. And he was just like he was back when we were kids. It's like no time had passed. And then this morning, I get a message. Alan died yesterday. Do you get what I'm saying here? My last podcast about a week ago, I asked the question, have you ever experienced telepathy? And then yesterday, here I am talking with my old friend, Alan, but as a disembodied spirit. And this is so relevant because a lot of the answers that you guys sent in to me have to do with you communicating telepathically with some person who's deceased like here's one sent in by a man from Canada I was spending some time with my father who was in a hospice setting and after a couple hours I told him I had to get back home and as I'm driving down the highway at night all of a sudden there's my dad and I'm talking to him not with words but in my mind telepathically and then I get all the way home and find out yeah dad dad passed away or how about this one this was sent in from a woman in California my brother was in a hospital in North Carolina and I'm in California I made travel arrangements to go see him but a few days before my scheduled flight I got a feeling or an intuition or whatever you want to call it that I need to go now so I paid the extra money I took a red eye that very evening arrived in North Carolina in the morning made my way to the hospital I go in the room there he is barely conscious but I grab him I tell him I love him I tell him everything's taken care of and at any point he feels he wants to go is totally fine. It's his decision. Well, on my way to the parking lot to go to my hotel room, I get a call from the hospital to come back now. When everybody left the room, he died. If I had never followed my intuition or my knowing or whatever that was, I never would have got a chance to say goodbye to my brother. I'm so glad that I followed that intuition. And that leads me to a a person from India who said that telepathy is going on all the time. We just are not aware of it or we don't acknowledge it. He also gave this really cool quote. It says, uh, he said, reality is an illusion of our thoughts. We can manifest what we want by imagining and believing it already exists. I mean, look. If I'm driving in my car and all of a sudden I get that old song playing in my head, why is that? Out of all the billions of things that I could be thinking about, why would I be getting that thought? You know, is it coming from me or could it be an exterior source? I think that's what we got to figure out. Because if you have an upset or a negative thought, who's to say that that emotion isn't coming from some other energy or entity somewhere else. I mean, have you ever been at a funeral where you barely knew the deceased person? 
and all of a sudden you get this huge, overwhelming amount of grief. Where is that coming from? Maybe it's not your grief. And you're going to get yourself in trouble if you don't recognize that and you assign that emotional upset to you when it actually has nothing to do with you, really. It's something to consider for sure. Now, the majority of answers were pretty simple on this telepathy thing. A lot of people wrote in saying, I don't know how many times I was thinking of somebody and all of a sudden they called me. Or I called somebody else and they picked up the phone and said, oh my God, I can't believe it. I was just thinking about you. Yeah, that connection, that telepathic connection seems to be really prevalent with everyone. So what do you think the uh, takeaway could be on all this? I got to say, to me, that uh, have you ever been out of your body thing? People had perceptions of sight. They had perceptions of hearing. They were outside of the time stream. So I don't know. Are we consciousness or are we physical? If we are consciousness, we might have abilities to do a lot more than we're acknowledging. I mean, if we can have telepathic conversations with some other entity who's not in our same location, if we're able to reach out with our visual perception, if we can feel things from a distance, I think that adds up to a lot more potential that we could take a look at as far as how we're existing in this life. Let me know what you think. All right, switching gears. I told you uh, that I would go over the three types of questions that I kind of figured out. This is, this is called, it's the question, right? There are three types of questions I've categorized. One is called the life question. Two is the universal question. And three is the progressive question. The life question is the one that we use every day to keep our lives going. You know, like, uh, how do you renew a driver's license online? Or what's a good chili recipe? What's the best engineering college for my kid? Hey, do you know of a good dating website? Uh, how many movies has Bradley Cooper been in? Who won the 2017 Super Bowl? And how do I keep my puppy from chewing everything in the house? I actually had to look that one up. Yeah, these are life questions you can look up on Google, you can uh, read about them, you can watch videos on them. Wikipedia has tons of answers. The life questions are the ones that we use to live our life on this earth and survive and keep going. Number two, the universal question. That seems to be what we've been talking about. You know, have you ever been out of your body? Have you ever experienced telepathy? A lot more of those to come. And then the last is the progressive question. And that progressive question has to do with you and your inner thoughts. In other words, the universe of you. The progressive question is the kind of question that you can use to help people. You can use that type of question instead of giving advice. You see, a person's problem or a person's situation in their life was constructed by them and the players around them. So your advice is just not going to be able to unravel that. Asking them questions about it gets them to look at all the different angles and the progressive question can actually help them to see the truth of it and therefore resolve it themselves. I actually named it the progressive question because it helps a person progress from one level of awareness up to a more expansive, higher state of awareness which then gives a greater ability to handle your life. 
Okay, so here's an example of a progressive type question that you can help somebody with or even help yourself with. Say someone is very angry or they're very worried about something or very anxious about the future or completely hateful towards someone else or resentful. Have them ask themselves, who am I without that thought? Do you see how that's way better than advice? Someone's real resentful and you try to say, look, look at the bright side. They're a good person. Just be, no, you say, who are you without that thought? And now they got to figure out what is their true nature without creating such a bad emotion. Try that on somebody or try it on yourself and let me know the result. All right, we're going to wrap it up here, but uh, I, I did want to bring up one last thing, uh, the life box that we talked about. We get stuck in these things, and we almost forget how we got there. As it relates to questions and why I think it's so important for us to concentrate on things other than just what's in front of our face every day, let's take an example of how the progressive question or the universal question could actually help us pull out of these things that we forgot we trapped ourselves in uh let's say the life question is how do you make chicken soup and the answer is well my grandma made it this way she took the chicken and she cut it up this way and she threw it in and added these ingredients and cooked it for this long and that's how you make chicken soup all right that was the answer to the life question now let's switch gears to the bigger questions why are you making chicken soup Well, because it tastes good. Why are you tasting it? Well, you know, because you taste what you eat. Well, why do you have to eat? What do you mean? So you can stay alive. Well, why do you need to stay alive? Well, because uh, if you're not alive, you you can't work. You can't live. Why need to work? Well, you know, everyone knows you got to work to make money. Well, why do you need to make money? So I can buy this stuff to make chicken soup. See what I mean? Now, that might be a ridiculous example, but everything's recycling. And until we step out of that box, we're not going to even see it. So... I'm hoping this podcast series can help elevate us out of and above all the life situations so that we can steer our lives in a direction that we control. All right, because we've been talking about out-of-body experiences and telepathy, especially those that have been in communication with people who have died I want the next question on this podcast number three to be along the lines of what do you think happens when you die? I mean, I don't want to hear what you've read, what people have told you, what you hope is going to happen, what you've heard about in church. I want you to tell me from your gut what you think happens. And so, rock stars, write in your heartfelt answers to the following question. What do you think happens when you die?
Hey, thank you very much for being part of this. Email your replies and your stories to answers at itsthequestion.com.